<laughs> Are we live? <laughs> we always it always takes me for it always takes me forever to start because they always says it's something. my job to prolong this process. Yeah, you always do it. <laughs> Now listening to the duo sports and stuff podcast. Here are your hosts, Deontay Epps and Dane Beasley. Episode 46 of the duo sports and stuff podcast powered by Blue Wire Hustle. My name is Deontay Epps joined by Dane Beasley and Dane. We have another guest, my guy, Colin, sports reporter for KTSM in El Paso. My guy, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. I listen to you guys all the time, so it's yes. it's cool to finally be a part of it. Yes, so we've, been, yes. we've known Deontay for we just figured out like six years now, so yeah. I'm finally getting to meet Dane. <laughs> yeah, good. It's the start of a long friendship. <laughs> yes, most definitely, most definitely. Appreciate you coming on, bro. Especially, I know the sports reporter life. You're in between newscasts right now, so definitely um, appreciate you coming on. On sh- on such short notice because I I literally text Colin last night and I'm like bro uh, can you come on <laughs> because uh, yeah we're gonna talk a little bit of NBA playoffs and a bunch of other topics but before we get to that want to let you know to please subscribe to us if you haven't already and give us five stars and a great rating on Apple Podcast so people can get their ears and listen to the duo on tap for today Dane and Colin. Ooh. We will talk NBA playoffs. Game one, the young guns coming out strong for game one, man. I I tell you first before we get into everything else, I was I like I can't I can't remember a time where I was like glued to my seat. Like the playoffs are always exciting for me, especially mm-hmm. with the bubble. But this particular time, like I didn't want to get up because I was afraid I was gonna miss something. Like we had and I think it's because like we see new faces mm-hmm. like on their and doing their playoff debuts, balling out. And it was, it was incredible to watch. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, we're going to get into some great new, well, not great, great for us media (laughs) people, because we got something to talk about. Uh, Shannon Sharp and Julio Jones, that thing that happened on, on Undisputed. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll get a little, a little bit into that Julio talk um, as well as, Thanks to Colin. Colin, I saw you retweet this earlier. The Texas House approving that NIL bill for college athletes. We'll get into that. I made my newscast today, so I have. Yes. I, I can talk about it a little bit. Yes, yes. I appreciate you, man. And um, and then we'll talk about a Texas recruit, high school football recruit, that is going to skip out on his senior season of high school before heading to play college football. And then we'll close it out with our another news segment talking about the Eternals trailer that dropped today. Dane, did you watch the trailer? Because last time you didn't watch the trailer. Look, man, I was working hard last time. Not to say I wasn't working hard today, but I was working hard enough. And I said, wait a minute, why is Eternals trending? So I clicked on there. I was like, oh, I'm not watching this on crappy Twitter. I'm going to the YouTube, watching it at 4K. And I watched, I was like, okay, this is great. And then I hopped back on a few hours later. I was like, why is everybody pissed off? But that's the topic for yeah. another time. Yeah, so. yeah, we'll, we'll get to that a little later. Yeah. But um, I think we had talked about Dane on a couple of episodes ago, we haven't really talked about the NBA playoffs and I kind of felt like, or the NBA in general, right. this like the last couple of episodes. And I kind of felt like this season, um, if you're not like a crazy avid, avid basketball fan, like 
you know, most people are that enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like, uh, I'll just wait for the playoffs. And I think, <laughs> I think it's because this is um, the sports and stuff podcast, right? I know. I know. It's bad. Let me explain. Let me explain. No, no, I'm, no, this is all your fault. Everybody's listening to Beyonce's fault. I had hey, nothing to do with it. I know this. I'm, I'm supposed to be on top of it, but let I me explain and see if people can. I, I don't, I love basketball too. It's not like I don't. But I, I'll explain why. I think I was overwhelmed by everything that happened in the bubble. Not not saying it was a bad experience. I, I enjoyed the playoffs, but that mm. short off season and when it came back, I was just like, dang, okay. I was it was still mm. football season at that point. And I was like, all right, I'll get it was more like I'll put it off until the playoffs when, you know, it really yeah. gets down to the nitty gritty. And I think that short off season kind of made me feel some type of way. Is that weird? Mm. No, I, I felt I kind of felt the same. I kind of did what I did with I like, always do with baseball because like mm-hmm. baseball season starts and I'm locked in for like a day, maybe a week <laughs> yeah. at most. Like I'm watching, I'm watching it, and then I and then it's I'm like, all right, there's a hundred, there's 162 of these of these things. So I like tune out, and then if the Rockies, I'm a Rockies fan. The Rockies are good. I'm mm-hmm. like in it from like June on, whenever NBA yeah. playoffs are typically over. But if they're bad, which they're really bad, I just I don't even tune in again, again until the playoffs. So yeah. that's basically I felt I, I was a little bit like that this year. I still watch the Nuggets a lot, but I, like I didn't I definitely didn't watch like as much just overall NBA this yeah. year as I have in years past. I think it's for the exact same reasons you said. Yeah, and then Jamal Murray taking that blow too kind of sucks sucks yeah. for you guys, man. I and I didn't want to tell you this, Colin, and Dane Dane will probably hop in and laugh at me for this, but <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. The, the day, the day, <laughs> Colin's going to hate me. The day that Jamal Murray got hurt, bro, I was wearing the Nuggets shirt. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Colin, it's not your fault. <laughs> I knew he was going to say this it. to happen. Wow. So I this hope works there aren't. You just work for football. Anytime you watch you know a is? particular team playing, it's fine. But if it's basketball, wow, stay away from anything that has anything to do with Lakers apparel. Uh, if, I don't, I don't, I don't own any Lakers apparel, so you, good. You, you're good you on keep that, that one. way, young man. <laughs> wow, I am a Mavs fan, so I, I have a Mavs hat up here on my wall, but I refuse to wear it because I, I jinx Jamal Murray you got and the, the Nuggets. Bad juju. So, you yeah, got the bad obviously, juju. I almost put it on because we're talking NBA playoffs, but I'm like, nah, huh. not. Nah, it's yeah. gonna stay on the wall. He's like, I, mean, I mean, he's already hurt, so it's you know, yeah, it's it's, it's done. But uh, it was so fun to watch last year. It was so it was so fun to watch last year. Oh yeah, Jamal Murray year. went off. So bro. fun to watch last yeah. year. He just goes to another level in the postseason. Yeah. So yeah, speed another level, man. The 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 young guys, of course. Uh, right now, the Bucks are playing the Heat as we're talking. And last time I checked, they were up by like thirty. Um, Probably still the case. Uh, but last night, yesterday, <laughs> or the la- over the weekend, the young guys doing their playoff debuts, man. Trey Young, John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Devin Booker, uh, DeAndre Ayton going off, man. Like the, the, it was incredible. And I, I'll, I'll give it to you guys after this, but what captivated me the most, man, was with everything that was going with, Everything that's gone on with COVID and, you know, protocols, the league shutting down and then not having fans and then slowly bringing fans back. The atmosphere at MSG was insane. I think that was probably why it was my favorite game to watch over the weekend. Of course, the team's going back and forth, going bucket for bucket. Trey Young, Derrick Rose, Julius Randle, all of those guys. But, man, 
Trey Young, man. Uh he 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 went crazy. He was um second player over the past 25 years with the go-ahead field goal in the final 10 seconds of the fourth quarter overtime in a playoff debut. And he is the fourth player in NBA history with 30 points and 10 assists in a playoff debut, joining Derrick Rose, LeBron, and Chris Paul. Um, he he He's definitely he, – he proved himself along with these other guys, man. What y'all think? I think more than anything – I was t- talking to Deontay, telling him this probably was going to be the hardest part to talk about because there's so many interesting storylines that we can refer to. But some podcasts ago, a while ago, we talked about how the NBA <laughs> is going to be in good hands with these these young guys. And last or over the last few days, specifically the last 72 hours, we've seen firsthand just how well we're going to we're going to be OK. After, you know, all the, our, our big guys leave, our all-stars leave, yeah. our your KDs, your Stephs, your LeBrons, after they're gone, the league is going to be in good hands because of what we saw. And honestly, I'm going to cop out. I'm going to I'm going to cop out and say I can't pick a particular person or a particular player that I'm looking Ooh. forward to watching the most. Deontay. <laughs> but I'm just going to enjoy it. But my I'm team got my, my team got a championship this last, you know, this last season. So I'm just right now I'm just kind of soaking it all in. I'm just enjoying I, some good basketball. Yeah. Are you kind of in the mood where like your, your team won last year, Lakers fan. You know, you're like kind of big chilling. Like, man, we, if we if we do if we go win another one, that that'll be icing on the cake that I'm already eating. More so because I needed to offset the fact that I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh. We're probably not going to see anything <laughs> for a long time. So Lakers just keep on stacking up some ships, and then you know the Cowboys do what they do, blow it in the final game of the season, and you know, and we're back here. Lakers fans have it tough, man. You know, yeah. you gotta. <laughs> wait ten years. Gotta wait ten years between titles. And yep. It's rough. It's rough for you guys. I mean, never win anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a story. It's like a lovely storyline. Like especially when we get players that are supposed to be like he's the next best guy, and then of course Julius Randle's gone. So you know. It, yeah. You know what's funny, Dane, and I'll get to you, Colin. I know what's, I had to get this joke off on Dane because he'll oh. he'll definitely agree, man. Like Dane, to, to catch you. you up, Colin, Dane feels a certain way about LeBron in the past. Like when you know, not like he hates him, but oh, I you know, hundred percent authentic. My yeah. hate for his standery. Like he has fans, some super fans. It, it was him. mainly his fans, mm-hmm. LeBron yeah. fans. That, I know yeah, Dane is going to agree with me when. Like man, come on, LeBron with the extra, the the Oscar winning. <laughs> Look, I oh thought he was God. gonna come. Like the the jokes that were flying, I thought he was gonna come in with the Wilt Chamberlain goggles uh, after yeah. he got <laughs> after he got poked in the eye. I was like, come on, hey, bro. he was seeing three rims, man. Yeah, I'm like, bro, shut your mind, ass up. Okay, that and like, did y'all see when KD bounced off the floor in the Celtics game? I thought he was dead. Like he bounced off the floor like a, his el- on his a trampoline. Arm, his arm was like it took most of the impacts. So I was like, oh snap! When his arm came back, I was like, oh, it's definitely broke because you yeah. know when you see yeah. the freak accidents and their legs and it does a little flopping motion. Like I thought that was yeah. it. But he bounced off like a trampoline, but but like got up really quick and then like LeBron like he's like ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> like two sixty. No, I was gonna say we talked about this like. You and I did like two or three yeah, weeks we ago over text, like because you said it was it was funny because he sent the gift mm-hmm. of uh, LeBron about when he won his first about damn time, yeah. and I said he all like he always has something 
planned to say after he wins a championship. It's like, <laughs> it's about damn time. Cleveland, this is for you. I yeah. want my respect too. Like yeah. it's always, he always has something like it's, it's Strategic. clearly canned. It's clearly, it's all, he's planned it out. Yep. And I just like, this is just another aspect of that. Like, and I love the guy. Like, I, yeah. like I, I'm probably like, I'm close to LeBron stand. It's hard for me right now. Cause I'm not a Lakers fan, but I love LeBron, but it's just like, dude, why you? Why do you have to do these things? You're already the second best player ever. It's it's like that like, one. Cousin. You don't have to do this. It, it, it's like that one cousin and like the fake pass out at like a family event. Like, come on, bro, are you taking the tour? Like, really? Come on, we. Yeah, um, come on. It, That's crazy, man. At what point do you grow out of that? But I mean, this this man's about to be forty he's in a few 36. years. And, yeah, so, he's like, hey, man, it, it's it's who he is at this point, man. <laughs> You just gotta give him the Oscar, give him the award for it, right? Man, we'll see you at the Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, Colin, any anything that caught your eye over the first two games over the weekend or Saturday and Sunday game ones? I was gonna say uh, you two guys that you brought up, uh, Booker and and Brooks, uh, Dylan Brooks. I mean, Book, Booker, I've not like as a guy, I've always respected his talent. But I've always he's just always he's one of those Oregon. guys. <laughs> What's that? I said Oregon. Oh yeah, Brooks. Brooks, yeah, that's that's my guy. But Booker, dude, he's like, he's always been a guy like I respect his town a lot, but mm. he just, you're always just like, why aren't you, why are you doing more? Why aren't you taking these this team like? Because even like before they got CP3, like that wasn't a bad roster, right? Like it, like, and it was just kind of like, why aren't you doing more with this with this this team that you have? But to see him like finally, like CP3 obviously takes a lot of pressure off of him, like handles handles point more. And just to see him just be able to like do what he does best, which is just score the hell out of the ball, like it's it was impressive. Like I was I was honestly like happy for him yesterday. And then Brooks, like my guy from Oregon, obviously as a duck, like he's. I was thinking I was thinking about this too. Is he is he Marcus Smart with the jump shot? Bro, he might be. <laughs> and you know That's what? A good comparison. Because because you know he and he mentioned it yesterday when he talked to the uh, inside the NBA crew after the game. I listened to the little interview. He was talking about getting to his spot, which he was hitting a lot of mid-range jumpers, which is, of course, a lost art right now with everybody trying to imitate Steph and Dame and all those guys that shoot threes from half court. <laughs> but seeing, you know, I, I think I was listening to Bamani Jones on a podcast one, maybe a few episodes ago, and he's talking about bringing the mid-range back. Well, he was actually talking about bringing <laughs> post-game back, like old Tim Duncan, but I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't take it that far, but... Uh, mid-range specialist, like, you know, that's, like, one of the key areas, like, that is unnoticed. Yeah, Jamal yeah. Murray, you know. That's why it's so effective for Jamal, too, is because, no, like, I mean, he obviously can shoot threes, but it's so, like, I'm either going to shoot threes or I'm going to get to the rim now that he's, like, he can get into that area and, like, I mean, just kill people. Yeah. So, yeah, Brooks is obviously not that good, but. Yeah, he had one of those games, like, put, I mean, if, if, like you said, you followed him at Oregon a lot and he led you guys to the final four. But one of those games where, you know, he's he averaged like I think I don't put it in my notes, but I think he's averaged like 17 points this game or this season. And for him to come out and put up 30 plus points in this first playoff debut is is crazy. But um, you mentioned Chris Paul and of course. Chris Paul over the years has gotten a lot of gripe about, you know, complaining and the way he might be towards teammates as far as pushing them. But to me, and I'm asking y'all guys, like, I kind of feel bad for him. Like, seems like every time he has a team that could possibly make a run towards a title, 
it's something going on with his body. Like, uh, what was the? I thought it happened again yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and then he, he has a shoulder, hey, he's back. a shoulder issue, <laughs> and he still looked kind of weird even after he came back. Like, yeah. is, is he cursed? I don't know, man. I, he's just he's he's what is he thirty? He's thirty six. About the same, same age as LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Same age he's LeBron. he's like well, he's like a six foot point guard. So it's just like the margin of the yeah. margin, like an inj- something like like maybe obviously we just talk about like LeBron like faking injuries, but like he has been pretty durable over like the course of his career, like. A dude like that, as opposed to a six foot point guard, there's mm-hmm. just the margin of like error in terms of like getting thrown to the floor. He can get a lot. Like I just feel like he can. He's more susceptible to injury just because he's smaller, obviously. Yeah, and so, you know he takes a lot of hits. You know, yeah. going hits the floor a lot. Going to, yeah. but uh, one last thing I want to talk about my Mavericks. I don't have the hat on, but oh, Luca. Can you we know. talk about how Luca might? Own the Clippers. You know, we lost to them last year in that series, but coming out game one and giving a statement to these guys, like we were, we were at a bar in Plano full of uh, Mavericks fans. Of course, it was like That's one Clipper fan, but it felt like. <laughs> Poor guy. He's only one room. Everybody looking at him, you know, after every Clipper shot because he's cheering hard, but. He has to. It felt like a game where, you know, a lot of the time you see the underdogs, their goal, and I was talking about this to a couple of my friends, a lot of the times the underdogs, when they're in a playoff series, you want to see them, or their goal is always to split the first two on the road. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, I feel like game one was incredible how they came out. And, you know, even the Clippers, when they made those runs, it was always a matter of, you know, containing the runs. You know, basketball is a game of runs. So they won the game. Don't be satisfied with that. Like, go out in game two. Don't be satisfied with, hey, we got game one. You know, if we lose this one, that's fine. Like, I feel like if if Dallas really wants to win this series, they go out and win game two and, and put all of the pressure on L.A. heading back to Dallas for game three. It's tough, too, because, I mean, because that is, like you said, it's like the mindset is just win one. Mm-hmm. And then it's the Clippers, like, they're going to come out desperate, you would think. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, in, in a perfect world, that's what they're going to do. But I, I don't know. I kind of see the Clippers coming out and getting it. Yeah, and I like mean, it would, I, th- I, I maybe surprised. they start hot, and then the Mavs are like, "All right, well, we got it. We got our win. So let's go I, home." Exactly. Yeah. Like that'll be the 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 turn <laughs> of the tide if if they can, you know, come out in game two the same way they did in game one, as far as that goes. But yeah, man, I think for sure game ones like. Seeing those, of course, seeing those young guys ball out. I think we talked about all of them. John Morant, and, you know, in back-to-back games, how he freaking destroyed the Warriors, Warriors, you know, even fighting back against those Steph runs that always happens. But going out and winning game one or the playing game versus Golden State, then backing that up with the win against Utah is incredible. Of course, Donovan Mitchell was out, but we'll see. It'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see game two with him back in how much that changes things, like, for sure. Switching to the NFL... Uh, of course, some news happened. Like I, I feel like 
when Dane and I go over the topics, it's like, especially in the off NFL off season, there's kind of like a time where, you know, a lot of stuff isn't happening because we're past Des- the draft. Desperation. I think that's the yeah. word you're looking for. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're past all that stuff, but we always get blessed with news right before we record. <laughs> like the day you're recording, something happens that morning, Colin, and then we're like, oh, I'm glad we recorded today. Let's let's talk about that. And it's the loops. Did you did you see what happened today with Julio and uh yes. Shannon? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. So I'm gonna play a clip for those that have not heard it. This is what happened today on Fox Sports Undisputed. We call okay, we are right, calling. We're calling. We're calling. Mm. I just keep... You watching Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> yeah. All right. Julio. Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on. I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. I'm about to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man. No, I'm out of there, man. You He's out. out. He's out of there. Oh, Are you going to you, ideally? Where would you like to go? Um, right now I'm just. I want to win. Okay. Yeah. We don't go to Dallas. If you go, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. Nah, I, you already, I, man. Listen, come on, man. You already know. I know. Okay. <laughs> you, you remind us no, we're on television. Ask right me why we wore the Dallas. Listen, sure. listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture? Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good enough. Yeah. Julio, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew is going to pick up. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nah, nah. Yeah. I, ain't, I, ain't going, I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to Dallas. Okay. I appreciate that, bro. Enjoy the rest of your day. Now he might not yeah. have any choice. <laughs> I told you, man. Colin, react. <laughs> well, I don't... I'm so torn because it's either he had no idea that he was on or this was all a setup. It's, there is one of the, it was, it was him and Shannon set it up. There's, those are the only two situations because I don't think there's any like, and also like the uh, the fact that Shannon's like, hey, thanks for calling me back. No, dude, you called him. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I don't know. I think that's the kind of like, when he, when I think, I feel like Shannon like slipped in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's maybe why it's like oh, that has me thinking. Okay, maybe it was a setup because he like he had like this. They had this plan of like, all right, I'm gonna call you. You're not gonna answer, and then I you you call me, you call me back. But Julio answered, and they just they just went. I don't know, man. Yeah, those are, that's how I feel. Like, those are the those are the first those are the two scenarios that I think are what is up. Yeah, hmm. I, I'm gonna let Dane go after after I go. I know I when I when I initially saw it, I was like, nah, this is not real. Like. I was like, this, there's there's no way that he knew he was live, speaking of Julio, because Shannon had said something at the end, like, uh, we we on air or something like that. And then I thought, I maybe I imagined it, but I felt like there was a pause from Julio right there, like, oh. And then he kind of said something else that was kind of hard to hear. But initially, I was like, there's no way Julio knew he was live. And then my co-host, Dane, when we, before we before we recording, had a theory 
Yes, we got to get some theory music like do 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 do. Hit me with my guy. Dane has a theory on the X Files. The X Files. The X Files. If Keith, Keith is listening, he'll probably make something <laughs> for you. Keith needs you. I know, I right? absolutely love conspiracies, and I absolutely love the NFL. So when those two worlds combine, you get an NFL conspiracy. So here's the thing. I don't mind... I don't mind the honesty, right? The conversation might have been authentic, but then setting the call up, I definitely believe that was that that was definitely in play. You got, you know, your your Asian or whoever convinced you to put on this cowboy sweater after your private workout with Amari Cooper. Cool. That's one thing that's cool. You up your bargaining price because the cowboys are in the mix of it. That's fine. I understand that. That's just the way the world works and in, in the offseason. That's cool. But to conveniently be available. The, the call, he, he picked up the call in less than like 15 or 20 seconds and just the nature in which the conversation took place. And this is, at the end of the day, this is Uncle Shannon Sharp we're talking about here. This is the dramatic uncle. We we know this is his deeds. And there's nothing more than he hates, nothing more that he loves more than dragging the Cowboys on live TV. And he had the perfect opportunity to do so with the one Julio Jones, who's, I mean, who'd obviously be a number one receiver on many NFL teams right now. So I think it's fake. I think it's fake. I don't put it past you or put it past them. But you know what's so weird about this? Everything that happened with the call, um, with everybody trying to figure out whether it was real, if he knew or not. Did y'all see that what the Atlanta Falcons tweeted? Oh, they, tweeted, they wrote an article about it. They wrote they? an article about that situation. It, and it's like the tweet says in a call with Shannon Sharp, Julio Jones commented on his future in Atlanta. This is from the Atlanta Falcons Twitter account. And then you click on the article. And it's from AtlantaFalcons.com reporter Kelsey Conway. And it's like a whole story about the article and his comments from the general manager. It's like like they were ESPN or NFL.com. It was yeah. weird. I've never Set up. seen something like this. And this kind of gaslights Dane's theory about it. I mean, and even uh, Ian Rappaport, I think Adam Schefter tweeted something about um, Julio demanding the trade weeks ago or something like that, which could probably play in part of why they were have a whole statement about it and addressing it Um, from the general manager. We hold that player in high regard, pointing to the cap, pointing to the fact that we will answer calls on any players when teams ask about players and answer those calls on trades. It's just weird, man. It's like I've never seen a situation. And of course it we're in 2021 now. Like I've learned Hmm. to expect the unexpected with, everything going on in social media and stuff, but I've never seen a a team comment or like post about um, like an incident like this thing. Good remark. You said post, and I want to bring attention to the post June one, the post June one money that's associated with either cutting a player or training a player. Um, the Atlanta Falcons will save quite a bit of money in their dead cap if he is no longer on the team after June the 1st. So we'll probably see that come into play. Uh, more than anything, this is just this might have just been a foreshadowing. Uh, we'll, we'll know more. <laughs> we'll find out this time next week. But are you saying are you saying like they, if they trade him after June 1st, they save a lot of money? Or they got to tra- they got to so. do it before I, to save the money. I, I think it's after. I think it's I think because, it's after, if I'm not mistaken. No, it's after because. The Packers are in the same situation if they decide to get off of Aaron Rodgers, where yeah. if they trade him after they 
it's it's not as much of a hit on the salary cap. I, I'm not an analytics guy as far as NFL knows, but I I remember reading a, that part. We need a contract yeah. guy to come and talk talk dollars <laughs> with us how to, how these conversations oh, go. But yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right though about Rodgers because I remember when they were talking about like him maybe going to the Broncos. They were like, well, it probably won't happen until after June first yeah. because of Ooh, some yeah. sort of contract stuff. So yes, Collins a Broncos fan like myself, Dane. Oh, how you feel that's about how we, that? That's how we bonded initially. Yes. Know. That's unfortunate. These oh, Dane and I did. Oh, oh, yeah. We got to tell the audience, Dane, we bought tickets. Cowboys versus uh, Broncos in oh, Dallas. Yeah. Peer pressure November works. 7th. Peer pressure was it November brother, 7th? Peer pressure. I think it was 7th or 6th, one of those two. Um, yeah, whatever that Sunday is. My my brother, who also uh, lives a life full of sin, is a Broncos fan. <laughs> oh, he's a Broncos fan. <laughs> <laughs> he peer pressured me into like, oh, so are we going to go to the Cowboys game? I was like, nah, Jerry Jones isn't getting any more of my money. And he was like, well, how about I pay for the tickets and you just pay for my gas to drive over because he's all the way in another state. Um, so I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go. I'll go with these two these two jerks are sitting right next to me. I'm assuming but I'm, <laughs> it's going to come at a price. It's going to come at a price. Make, oh yeah. We're going to get that dub, bro. We're going to, no, y'all going to lose. And I'm going to be rocking two Dallas Cowboys jerseys. If the price oh is, yeah. That's the bet. Dan and I made a bet. Yeah. I, do I have to buy one and wear it? No, no. You got to buy me one, brother. Oh, no. Okay. What was the we initial? Can, I forgot rene- that quick. We can renegotiate the terms we'll, of, of we'll, the bet. Yeah, we'll put the, it on the, the table. Bet, in my eyes, it was if the Broncos win, Dane Beasley will buy you a jersey of your choice. Then we're Broncos. I'm assuming Bradley Chubb or Von Miller, something like that, unless you already have one, or even Chump Bailey, or whatever the case may be. Hey, man. In the case that the, the Cowboys game. somehow beat the Broncos, I will be, of course, sporting not one but two jerseys because I made the same bet for my brother. And my wife was like, <laughs> what, if, what if the Cowboys lose? I was like, good, good idea. That brings us to the next point. All I have to do is just bet a bunch of money that the Cowboys are going to lose, and I'll I'll break even. <laughs> I'll break even. I'll break even. Colin, you see the disrespect that I get about the Broncos from this guy? Oh, you, get it from me t- you get it from me, too. And I'm I know. Like, Wait, you know what, Dane? This is funny. Dane, this is funny. You uh, know how, like, I'll, like, Colin is, like, my leveler. Like, I'll get uh-huh. so high on Denver about <laughs> he something. He'll bring me back down. And he'll bring yes. me back down. Like, how I you do the Cowboys. Fan. I am <laughs> a Colin fan. Colin, I'll be like, I am a fan. No, Dane, Dane, the Super Bowl, the year they won the Super Bowl in 2015, that was, like, like the that was, like, when we first became friends. We were, like, watching the Broncos. Oh, and he would get so excited and but like my mindset it is fine obviously it's fine to be excited but like my mindset going into games is always they're gonna lose so i'm not gonna be excited yeah so i'm not gonna be excited he's i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna be like they're gonna lose so like when they lose you're like oh i knew they're gonna lose anyways but if they win you're like what i'm I'm super fired up like like that glass half full or half empty like that's colin with the bronco i'm i'm like i'm not even half full i'm like Tipping yeah. over. Yeah. Like, yeah. you got to <laughs> take stuff out of my glass. You're one Oreo dip away from that mug. Bro, spilling it's over. Like, <laughs> facts. Yeah, like, I it. don't know what we were talking about one time, but you I don't know. But it's, it, all the time, back. but it's good. I need that. I need that in oh, my life. Do. Like, I think we talked about the Rodgers thing, but it wasn't crazy. Like, that could I happen, though. That could no, realistically no, happen. It could. No, it, it could. could. It could. But that, that thing, I'm honestly, like, tapering down my expectations on because I feel like they're talking about it so much, so much that what I'm I, like, nah, it's not going to happen. I might have to change my mind about that because what are the odds that you guys get two Hall of Fame quarterbacks within what, a decade of each other? Yeah, man. That's, I mean, I'm not a big, I'm not high on LA anymore, mm-hmm. but like that, if there's one thing that he fix- could be good for, it's something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Denver believes, you know what? That's a good point. Oh, that's, oh, that's one of the things. Oh. That's one of the things. Deontay was really high on Drew Locke. And I was like, I don't yeah. know about this guy. Yes. I don't know. I like the upside. It's just. Yeah. And friends still still ask me. I think Reggie, shout out to uh, Reggie Pitts. He was asking me not too long ago about what I felt about Drew Locke. And I'm like, I, I like him. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, if if the coaching staff, like this is literally his last opportunity. If he doesn't get traded, like, obviously it looks like right now they're going to roll with him or Teddy. Um, if he don't beat out Teddy, for sure, he, he out of there. No but, disrespect to Teddy but, Bridgewater. Yes. But, I'm going to cut you off for having a second. Here's ahead. the thing, though, and this is a bigger issue. Like, just because you have a quarterback or drafted a quarterback doesn't mean he's ready to play. Sometimes they have to sit for a little while. And with you guys forcing them into the – I mean, obviously, he might have been the best guy to – you know, the best guy to be under center at the time, but he might not have been ready yeah. yet. And who's to say he's supposed to be – he's supposed to be the guy for some team in year five or year six – not in year two or year three, like you know, like you know, this this is my thought. Well, the thing is that that that's true, and but in the thing like now is like when you see guys like Patrick Mahomes and uh, last year Justin Herbert that are in our division and immediately in the starting yeah. lineup and just ball out, and then you look at Drew and he's like, like he's in his what going into his fourth year, right? Third, third, I think it's third. third. But yeah, like when you, I think that's what is fueling it the most. Like obviously Patrick Mahomes is crazy on another level, but when Justin Herbert came in last year as a rookie and just lit it up for uh, the chargers and we're looking at drew like, bruh, <laughs> what, what <laughs> you going to do, man. you know? Man. And um, I think that was part of it. Like, you know, you even seen it in the draft with, you know, these guys getting drafted obviously in the first round, but teams are drafting them now, in my opinion, to play, as soon as possible and play, you know, to a high level. So, I mean, they're coming. Yeah, they want to. They need like a franchise savior, yeah. basically. I mean, Crazy, if you sw- like, I mean, if you, if you swing and miss, you're the Jets, basically. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Sheesh. for sure. Ooh. And like for us, we have like, well, on paper, it looks like we can have one of those defenses that we had when we won the Super Bowl, and we won that with Peyton Manning at the very end of his yeah. play, like. It was the worst version of Peyton Manning, you know, and we still won the Super Bowl. So I know a lot of people in Denver are feeling like it. And I feel like that as a fan, like if our defense is top five and we have uh, like some legit kind of quarterback play, we got a chance. What do you think, Colin? Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I mean, it's yeah, I don't don't disagree with anything that you said. I just don't think it's I I just don't think Locke is the is the guy that that, that is like because he's I don't know. I mean, even like. Like, uh, obviously things didn't, um, they fell apart for Brock Osweiler after that, but he like, he had like a, he had like a decent stretch that year and he really did. And I don't even know that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mm -hmm. I don't even know that like, is Drew, is Drew Locke even like, he's had games, but has he had like a stretch like of a season, like a season that was as like, as decent as that Brock Five or six, like Brock, like legitimately, yeah. they benched Peyton for and that's Brock. That's been the bad thing for him, like so far, like consistency. Like he'll yeah. have a game where you know he'll show flashes, or he might even have a good game from start to finish, and then you know you'll have a game, a game or two later where he's like, uh, like, yeah, it's all about consistency with him, and like, of course, the teammates of his and 
are hyping them up like they're supposed to. You're not supposed to yeah, <laughs> bring your quarterback God. down. Yeah, they and want so, the rock. You know, that's <laughs> right. Thing. And then, I mean, that, the, even the ones on the defensive side of the ball are saying good things about him. And, you know, you, you want to do that when he's still on your team. So. Yeah, that was that was the Denver Power Hour right there. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, sorry about that, Dave. I enjoyed it. It's a break away from talking about the everybody. Well, the Cowboys. Sorry, Cowboys. The boys. Fans, the yeah. boys. <laughs> Switching over to uh, college football, and I um, appreciate Colin for this one because I honestly have missed this. He he retweeted it. Um, the Texas House approves the NIL bill for athletes by overwhelming margin. To no surprise. And I'll just read this first paragraph, first two paragraphs. The Texas House on Sunday overwhelmingly approved a Senate bill that would allow college athletes in the state to earn compensation for use of their name, image, and likeness, paving the way for the legislation to reach the governor's desk this week. The House approved by a 117 to 27 vote Senate Bill 1385, authored by Brandon Creighton, blah, 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 that is designed to keep the state in step with the nationwide movement by state legislators to allow student athletes to profit off their own names. So, Colin, since I got this story from you, well, you retweeted, I know you just ran it on the news, so, you know, you're making it easy for us. Yeah, he's used to it, man. So, for our listeners, to help out our listeners, we broke it down a couple of times over episodes. What what, what do you think this kind of means for the future of um, the NIL and, and college sports? I think it's just, I mean, it's so interesting, right? Because it's like, it's like Texas and there's seven, they're, they're like, if they, if Abbott obviously has to sign the bill, but like, so if he's, it sounds like he's going to. So when that happens, they'll be the 17th state to do it. But it still seems like, it's like, okay, that's great, but the NCAA still doesn't allow it. So it's kind of like, okay, that's, you know, it's awesome. I, I, I like, I obviously, I, I think we're all probably in agreement. Like this is like a good thing. Like we, we want, we want this to happen, but I just don't know, like until the NCAA, like has that like hard line to like, okay, you get, no, you guys that we're, we're doing this, you have to do whatever it is. It's just kind of like, this is just kind of like stacking up, um, like an argument. It's like, increasing the you know what i mean like increasing the argument like mm-hmm. for it if you have um so many different states i mean it's like and it's like across like party lines too it's like uh, the people who are voting for this like right. it's, it's like texas sides. it's florida it's <laughs> california i mean it's I mean, it's like an issue that. that a lot of people like on both sides of the line here like are for i think at some point it's going to be too much pressure for the ncaa and they're going to have to they're it's it's going to happen um it's also one of those things too like no offense to dane's sam houston state bearcats but like <laughs> This isn't really how I how I've interpreted this mm. is like it's not really it's it's not for like Sam Houston State right. Bearcats it's not for UTEP my, like this is for like Sam Ellinger and like mm-hmm. guys like, am, am I like am I misinterpreting that like no not to it's... say like not to say that like Sam Houston State like there's not like a like a diner in Huntsville that wouldn't have like um uh the blanking on the kid's name the quarterback's name for same like not saying like the, like a yeah. diner in Huntsville like wouldn't do something with him but this like yeah. to me I maybe I could be completely wrong but it seems like this is more for like the dudes who are at like Texas A&M yeah. like the high level schools to like that are like gonna for sure be in the NFL to like do that am I, I don't know that's no no I think that's fair I just don't think anybody would want to say that I don't think anybody would would want to say that I mean, that's that's a realistic take about it, because, I mean, honestly, I mean, we talked about this. We touched on it on the Sam Houston episode last week. Like 
then, you know, there really isn't like a line for a four and five star athletes to be lining up to go to Sam Houston. That's okay. Another FCS school, but you know, getting the exposure that they got from the winning the national championship, that might help them a little bit, but like going back to the original point, this isn't, you know, this isn't for your smaller schools. This is for your bigger schools. This is for the likeliness and nobody's going to see Schmidt walking down the street. Like, Oh, you're that quarterback from the same state. You know, it's not going to go like that, unfortunately, but that's just, that's just the way that it works. You know, maybe that'll change when they go to the whack. (laughs) I think it mentions in an article, like keeping up with, like California and Florida where a lot of big time athletes come out of and, you know, Texas ADs are pushing like, Hey, Texas, y'all need to get this done because we got to (laughs) compete on like keeping big time athletes and like want them to come here because we want to have the same advantages as a college in California, as a Mm -hmm. college in Florida, you know, keeping up with, everything that's going on with the NIL bills and laws. And like, it's just, it's only a matter of time, man. And I know Dane and I have mentioned it on a lot of episodes. And even when we had uh, Jay Billis from ESPN come on and talk about the NCAA dropping the ball once again. And I think this is one of those instances where like they're dragging their feet. I think uh, Mark Emmert has said something not too long ago about recommending it, you know, like, pushing it towards the summer. Like, I feel like it's always been like a push it till, you know, we'll get to it. We'll get to it kind of thing. Like they've always been slow on these situations. Like in this one in particular, like they're losing more, like, I don't know how much more (laughs) respect they can lose, but at this point it's just like, I I feel like eventually, uh, well, I don't know, but I think the NCAA is like behind the eight ball, kind of like way behind. And, I don't know when it gets to a point where or even how it works to where schools start to pull out of the incident. I don't know how all that works, but something has to change. And even I mean, it's not going to happen anytime soon as far as the top of the NCAA, because they just extended Emmert, if I'm not mistaken, on his contract. So, yeah, man, it's just one of those things like like Texas competing with those other states, obviously, because, you know, they got to compete with those other schools and um, the state of Texas, that is. So, but funny thing, I'm sorry. Funny thing you said no, that. No, go ahead. Who the hell is going to be scared of playing any team in Texas? Like, let's be real. We talk, let's, let's talk football. Oh, you're talking about who, just in general, yeah, who, the football teams? Oh, yeah, recruit, Texas teams on the down, downside. We're going to be preventing, like, you know, like, like, I don't. Well, you know, Texas is always gonna get the big five star and four right, star right, athletes. Right. But you know, there's the it's still the question still remains. There isn't a school in the state of Texas to be like, you know, yeah, we need to get this, we need to get this bill passed <laughs> because uh, oh, yeah. UT we're gonna be losing, you know, half of our defense. You know, right. the Look, recruits we're defending. Are coming in. Yeah. Like UT ain't saying we we defend the national champion. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, like, no. Yeah, and that's yeah. all shade intended. Like Texas has been. We obviously we produce a lot of great athletes, but as a unit, as Texas schools, we 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 need to see some man. We need we need to see some. So my bad. Back yeah. to you, Deontay. That made me laugh. No. at Texas. I'm like, man, I'm like scared no, of us, man. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, basketball. You know, maybe, but. Texas, yeah, Texas is always going to be one of those states. Like no matter how you slice it, whether the college teams are you know top of the nation or bottom, like people are always. Are, Top athletes are always going to want to go to Texas. If not signed there, they're going to be in their top right. five, top ten schools. So it's obvious, like, you know, the ADs, top ADs in the state are going to want to compete with the Floridas, the Californians. So 
Um, speaking of Texas, yes. <laughs> speaking of Texas, I don't know if you guys saw this this story, man. It was interesting. I was listening to a radio show and it brought it to my attention, so I wanted to like read more into it. All right. Um, this article is from ESPN. Number eighty-two recruit Jaden Blue to skip senior season of high school football to prepare for commitment to Texas Longhorns. ESPN three hundred running back Jaden Blue, one of the top ranked running backs in the 2022 class said he will sit out his senior season of high school football in 2021 to prepare for college. He's out of Klein Kane high school in Houston. He's a 5'10, 195 pound running back committed to Texas. I don't think I've ever seen this on a football level. I think Dane, we had talked about the high school players, you know, leaving early and, you know, going straight to the league or the, 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 what's it called, Colin? Is it the elite G League? What's the G League? Yeah, G League. Yeah, the elite, something like that. Yeah, um, but then there's and then did you see there's like two kids, two basketball kids that were like they're signed with like overtime. You know, like, oh the overtime elite. Oh overtime? no, no overtime. Like this, it, I missed like, that. Oh, like that Twitter handle that takes people's videos and puts oh, their own yeah. logo on it. Like apparently they have it. <laughs> sorry, si- they have a league too now, right? Apparently, yeah. Apparently, you I make a hundred k. Is it is it the one with um? Oh, what's his name? So that's why that article. Uh, did, it's I new. I don't know. Guys. I don't know that it's, it's happened yet. I think it's like wow. new. But like, there are two top recruits that just signed to it. Huh. There was somebody um on Bomani Jones podcast. I'm gonna look it up really quick. Huh. That uh, is cool. That's crazy. And of course, it it, for me, it always goes back to. Uh, uh, LeVar Ball, and I'd be seeing memes <laughs> about LeVar Ball doing this because, like, his what he was thinking ahead of time. I, I'm not gonna be able to find it, but I think I read or listened to a podcast about that league. But Jaden Blue, man, I don't think I've ever seen a high school football player jump or skip his senior year. What y'all think about that? I mean, I'd spent more time when I read the article, I spent more time trying to shoot it down, like just trying to play devil's advocate, and I couldn't think of any. Any you know negatives to it aside from well one popped up. I mean, played you played you you played high school football, Deontay. So you you understand yeah. how this rolls, right? Colin, did you play sports or just have any? I mean, I, I played basketball mainly, basketball okay. and soccer. I played football for one year, but gotcha. I, I was a basketball. Size, <laughs> yeah, okay. I, yeah. I feel like that'd be perfect for you. So yeah, no, I should have been like looking back, dude. I should have played tight end. But <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> just the idea of playing in a senior year and just think about the idea of not playing your senior year, like missing out on all those memories. You know, granted, we didn't do anything in, in our high school senior year. We we went to the playoffs a few rounds. We got knocked out, got obliterated, absolutely destroyed, embarrassed. Anything you want to say by Garrett Gilbert? Remember Garrett Gilbert, Colin? Yeah, yeah you told Gilbert. me this. You made yeah. the you made the Elite Eight, right? Uh, like- yeah. Yep. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last eight quarterfinals. Yeah. Quarterfinals, yep. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to miss out on it. That's the only thing I think of the downside of it, you know, those memories that he makes with his teammates. But I'm sure he'll, you know, it'll make up for, you know, granted they do something when he goes to UT, doubt it. But, you know, there's that. Outside of that, I can't really – I mean, I'm happy for him. Do your thing. But what does this mean for everyone else? Like, is this – is this yeah. gonna, is he going to be the first one? Like, yeah. it's going to be a trend. Yeah. What do you think, Colin? I was gonna say it seemed like like when you sent the article because I hadn't seen it until you sent the article. Mm-hmm. It seemed it's just like it does seem like something that was kind of only a matter of time until it happened. Because you see, I mean, you saw dudes in college like 
all across college football opting out this year because of you know for the COVID or COVID season. You see guys opt before that. It was guys opting out of bowl games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just I don't know. It just seemed like it's not something that I had thought of as a possibility until today. But now that like it's like well yeah I mean I guess it was kind of only a matter of time. I don't know, man. I, I like Dane said like it's. Like even like I, I played high school basketball and like it's those that senior year like we weren't we weren't very good but it was it was just fun as hell man like it was yeah, just, it was just a really fun year mm-hmm. and yeah like you said like he's missing out on that and also like again I understand like you know you don't want to get hurt you don't want to risk getting hurt and everything but like it's all like you're you're missing it you're skipping an entire year and then you're jumping a level yeah like I don't I don't know man like the doing preparation it from college, for it yeah. Doing it, yeah, doing it from college to the pros is, is one thing because, like, if you do it, you, you can, like, okay, if I want to skip my senior year of college or, or whatever, whatever it is, you're just immediately – you're going to hire an agent. You're going to hire a, a top-level trainer. Like, you're going to be in, like, the best shape of your life. Like, a high school kid, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like there's, there's certain things about it that I would, like, personally, like, be worried. Like, okay, what if, what if I take this year off and these four guys just – they surpass me. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I, I think we're all in agreement. Like I feel like that. I mean, Dane, like you explained, our senior year, man, we went to the state quarterfinals, and I'm not That's sure fine. what Klein Kane did last year, but if they made a player or a playoff run or not. But I would just be dying, like missing that experience, yeah. going that deep. Hunger, in my, you know, yeah, that going hunger, like making that push with my with my teammates, the guys that I you know work with, sweated with, you know fighting and you know I, I feel like that's the experience he'll miss but I'm sure he's addressed that with his family and friends and it's just it's just different and I think a lot of the times and you know we, we're, we're going to see it a lot more especially when we're talking about the NIL stuff like things are going to change people are going to go out and start trends and of course I, I don't think this will be the last guy so um Good luck. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. all I can say. <laughs> What's the uh, the uh, Morgan Freeman? The Morgan Freeman clip. Oh, Good from luck. Uh, Batman when he's like, yeah. "You're going to bribe." <laughs> you're telling me you're going to bribe him. Oh. Good luck. <laughs> Good but it's also too. What do you think the <laughs> What do you think the Texas coaches think of it? Well, well, I think I think the Texas coaches are good. Like even the fans, I've heard that you know they're. They like that because you know there's no wear and tear on this guy. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be in fresh legs. You know, not not that risk of you know getting a recruit that you know tore his ACL his senior year. Like, yeah, I feel like I mean, and not all the time. Like this guy's only 195, so I feel like he's not gonna be the every down kind of back. So, I I, I would assume I don't know specifically, but I would assume they're they're happy with you know him <laughs> just chilling. Like, all right, we got you on the tank. Just work. You know, get get better physically. It probably just tell him to eat weight or eat eat weights, <laughs> yeah, eat some weights because he's like one ninety five. So sure. I don't yeah, know, I man. I, that. I, that's what I think. We'll see. Trendsetter? Question mark? Oh I mean, yeah. I mean, if it works for him, everybody's going to do it. Yep. Uh, yep. If it doesn't work, then I don't think you're going to see it <laughs> yeah. very, uh, very much. Yep. And then you the laughing stock again. One way or the other. <laughs> and now for what's that sound? Yeah! 
the nerdy news segment brought to you by nobody. <laughs> we need sponsors. Help us out. <laughs> sponsors. Sponsors. No. Uh, Dane. What's up? I'm going to mess with you. Because last time when we were talking about a trailer, you didn't see it. So I'm going to ask you, did you see the trailer for Eternals? I literally just told everybody to plead in my case. I was busy working the last time a trailer <laughs> dropped. I had no idea. I didn't even check the notes that day. I just... I logged in and I winged it. And, and you know, when you brought up the trailer, I was like, wait a minute. What are you talking about? I was like, oh, trailer. <laughs> you play it, right? I looked at those and I was like, oh, there was a trailer today? So, uh, you know. I hit so. you with the intro music before you yeah. can explain yourself. Yeah, that was yeah, funny. yeah. Disrespect Colin, Just how, how, how much are, because we love the MCU. I know you watch movies from time to time. Do you, are you like an MCU kind of guy? How do you feel about Marvel? I like I like the movies. I, I have not seen all of them. I will say that. Uh, I, I was like, I was like leading up to Avengers. I've probably seen what is it? There's like 22 of them. Like leading up to the Avengers, right? Yeah, yeah. I think the I last saw. Avengers, yeah, yeah. I think I, I probably saw like 12 or 13 of them. I didn't. I didn't see all of them. But like I'm. I would. I am not like a hardcore fan. But like I like I will. Like I'll go watch them, and it's 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 enjoyable. Yeah. So this so is probably the, not the conversation for me. I'll be honest. No, it's okay. It's okay. We're going to, I'm here for moral support. Listen, we're going to hold your hand. We're going to walk you through it because well, honestly, you're kind of in the same boat with us because yeah, I have no idea what the hell we, is going on. With yeah. This, this with particular this. MCU movie is new to us. Like we, we're not really into the comics for MCU yeah. like that. Um, after this of course, particular Reg- guy. Reggie I, is I mean, Reggie Pitt. Shout out to Reggie again. He, he he's into the comics for Marvel, and so when the movies come out, he he's just excited because he's seen it. You know, read it, read it, and so um, on November fifth, Marvel Studios is going to release Eternals. Um, it's starring man. This the cast, cast is incredible. Let me pull up this cast real quick because. Um, Why are you doing that? I just want to say how blown away I am. The man, or the man or woman, they was like they spawned water out of their hand and was like, uh, grow plants that are you know inside this little crop." Like, so it's, I, I'm like, "All right, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I'm watching. I have no idea what they're getting myself into, but you spawn some water out your hand. I'm down. I'm, I'm there. I'm there." Yeah. Starring Jimmy Chan, Richard Madden, Kit Harrington, Sama Hayek, Angelina Jolie. It's like this. This cast is crazy, Heavy but hitters, man. um. What 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 I find to be pretty cool and like I always trust Marvel and their vision. I think I tweeted about how this trailer um, and how I feel about this particular movie is how I felt about Guardians of the Galaxy because I really mm-hmm. didn't know much about the characters um, because I didn't read the comics. But when I watched the movie, uh, James Gunn and, you know, the whole killed it. Killed yeah, they it. killed it from start to finish. And it was a movie that was probably one of my well, not my favorites, but I like really enjoyed, you know, yeah, seeing it on screen and made you love them. Right. Um Colin, do you like have a particular MCU movie that is your favorite? I know we got the Avengers ones. This is the one that you like that like stood out to you the most. Yeah. I always really liked the Thor movies. All like all of the Thor movies were were awesome. Um yeah, I would say, I would I would probably say those 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 uh, those string were, the, were my favorite. Yeah, I I think the first two were kind of slow for me. Like if I was like, I feel, I feel like it reminded me of like 
Shakespearean type stuff. Dan, could you like, how'd you feel about Thor? I like the third one, the Ragnarok one. Yeah. Cause, well, I feel like I've, the first, like the early ones, it was mm-hmm. like, like I, I legitimately thought they were standalone movies for a while. Oh, and yeah. I think a lot of people did too. So it was yeah. like, it was, it just didn't really get, it was, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember like what, at what point it was that it was like, Oh, they're building, like they're all mm-hmm. building to this that I realized that. But yeah, I think uh, I liked Thor because, I mean, we've 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 heard so much about you know the Norse god of, of lightning. Sorry, sorry about that. Um, the Norse god himself, like the whole lore behind him and Milner, and I, I liked it. I mean, I know a lot of people didn't like Thor number one or number two because of how slow they were, but for the sake of yeah. character building, which pays off in the end, which we obviously seen in Endgame, I was I appreciated it a lot. Um, but in particular, hmm, I don't have any gripes about Thor. I mean, he's a heavy hitter for for Marvel itself, so he's always gonna be you know, yeah. cool doing my book. I'll appreciate him. I'll say that. I'm not gonna bash him like Beyonce here, but you know. Well, I do what I do enjoy is like I feel like the movies or MCU in general is very good at. I mean, the story itself in general, but I feel like every casting. Almost every casting they've had for a particular character has been perfect or near perfect. Like, like if you see like Captain America or like Chris Evans, like he's Captain America. Like even if you see him outside of the movie, like same with Robert Downey Jr., you felt like yeah, his character he played it well because you think he's that character outside of the movie. And like I've always enjoyed that, and I feel like with these movies coming up and projects, um, it's going to be a lot of the same thing. And like. Like with the pandemic, of course, everything that happened with that was was horrible. But like mm-hmm. now that movies are coming back and shows are coming back, I had tweeted something about um, like it just I said we're almost in June and we still have Loki, Black Widow, What If, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, Hawkeye, Eternals and Spider-Man No Way Home all coming this year. Like that's like nine projects that are still like on the way this year, like in half the years left. So um, we're blessed, man. The nerds are blessed. My advice (laughs) to anybody is if you don't like something that Marvel's put out so far, I'd say just wait within the next six or seven months. There's going to be, so there's going to be a flavor for everybody. There is going to certainly going to be a flavor for everybody. I'm hopeful. And they're going to continue, continue to expand. But Colin, bro, thank you so much for for joining us, especially in between the cast, man. I know how that is like preparing for 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 sports casts and you know getting the lineup and blocks. You got you got all your blocks set up and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. I mean it's actually not. It, it's kind of been a slow day. I'm I'm in here like I keep looking over my What's shoulder. The <laughs> It's one seventeen eighty six Miami. I oh, keep yeah. looking over my shoulder to see if the Nuggets game started yet. Yeah, we we gonna let we you out of here before, no, no, before, no, no, we before got, the Nuggets. We, we are playing. That's like that's, oh damn, there's like eight minutes smashed. left. Oh you, yeah, we can watch it through his <laughs> on the screen. Yeah, Milwaukee's up. They have one hundred seventeen points with eight minutes left in the They're game. They're getting smashed. They're killing themselves. How many threes yeah. have they hit? I gotta look. Hold on. It, look it, this go, up. go ahead. It was like when I when we at half they had like. Well, at the end of the first quarter, they had 10, right? Or was it the half? No, at the end of the first quarter, they had 10 threes. They are 19 of 44 from three. That's wow. crazy. That'll do. 
That'll work. I'll win you some games. That'll that'll win you some games for sure, man. Incredible. Incredible. But, man, every time we have a guest, Colin, we like to give them the opportunity to shout out anything, talk about anything to get to our listeners that tune in to the duo. Uh, yeah, I would just say shout out uh, to you guys, first of all, for having me on. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Uh, Appreciate you. Follow me on Twitter at Colin Deaver TV. Uh, that's like, yeah, the, like that's like the one social media. Me. That's like the one social media I do. Uh, yeah. I, I, I have, I have the other stuff, but I'm not really like on them like that. Like I, I think like my Facebook and Instagram are pretty private. Uh, yeah, I try to, I cover El Paso sports pretty heavily. Uh, so if you're not interested in that, I'm sorry. I'll tweet, I, I tweet about El Paso sports and, and the nuggets. That's about it. So. You know, but what, what's so cool about how Colin does his sports cast, man, like he, he, he makes it so interesting. Like he puts his own flavor on it. He does something cool. Like it may not be every time. Cause I know that's tough to come up with creative stuff every time, but Colin, man, I, I really appreciate when you do, I know you sent me some, I can't remember what it was in particular. You sent me, but, uh, <laughs> Oh dang, I can't remember, but I do remember you just tweeted the uh the tease for one of your uh stories and you bounced or you did the alley oop for the player, KJ. Yeah, KJ, dude, <laughs> that kid's gonna that kid's gonna be in the NBA. Like that's how I would actually tank, just right? he's not committed yet. He's only a sophomore. Oh, okay. Uh he'll be a junior next year, but he's on ES he's number twenty one on ESPN's top twenty five for the class of twenty three. 2023 so he's legit man he's like my i'm like six four six five um so that, that's his height he's probably um uh, i don't know 40 40 to 45 inch for that's the story i'm working on right now i was out in dallas this past weekend like doing a huge feature story nice. so he's he's legit man you remember, i'm not i am not i'm not putting this on him you remember lebron i'm not saying this kid is going to be lebron but do you remember high school lebron yeah, and how insane. he looked like he was 25 years old at age 17. Yeah. That's kind of how this kid, like, he looks like that old. You have yeah, to, yeah. I have to like remember, like, okay, he's 16 years old. Because mm-hmm. like he talked to me, like, oh no, you're 16. But, like you see him play basketball, he's like, it's like, oh, no, man, basketball. He's, and it's funny, I, like when I worked in the sports, like it's kind of weird, like covering those. Not weird, but it's interesting covering those stories. And be like, dang, you're younger than me, and you could do <laughs> crazy stuff that I can't do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's always like interesting, and it was like a an interesting dynamic, so to say. But yeah, but, hey, yeah look man. for that. Look for that story. Uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter if you want to be up to date on everything that happens in El Paso. Yes, gotcha. perfect. I'm gonna put your Twitter in the description of this podcast. So follow my guy Colin. Appreciate you so much for joining us on the thank Duo you, Sports and Stuff you, podcast. Thank you, oh, thank you. Thank you yeah, guys. Man. Thank Appreciate you. Yeah, for sure. And you can listen to this episode on all digital streaming platforms or our website, www.theduosportsandstuffpodcast.com. We out.